0: Welcome to the Exploring Leadership Podcast, where we interview experienced HR leaders and executives to define what the most effective leaders are made of and how to help underperforming leaders transform into the best they can be. Brought to you by Lumen Leadership. Now here's your host, Spencer Taylor.
1: I am so excited, Kelly, that you're joining me here. Kelly France is my guest today. She is a confidence coach and also a leader in her business of a group of women that we're going to hear about. I didn't do a good job explaining that, so Kelly, let's let's hear what I said there. And again, welcome. So excited you're here.
0: Hi, Spencer. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Yeah, so I run a team of 23,000 women and who are in direct sales. And so it's a, and this has been the last four years. I'm a serial entrepreneur. So, I mean, that's only like part of my story, but that's what I'm currently doing right now.
1: Awesome. Okay, great. Well, so, I mean, serial entrepreneur, there's more to talk about there. Let's, let's take a minute. (laughs) I mean, I'd love to hear, well, like I saw some of the key points on your website. Uh, You've got listed, like has generated over $90 million in sales with your Nail Boss team. Top recruiter, top sales, like all these accolades. Uh, like give mm-hmm. us some highlights of uh I guess maybe we'll go back to a little bit of origin. Okay. Um you and I went to high school together. Yeah. And now we both have kids that are the age we were or older. Uh so, which, yeah. so tons of time has passed. So I mean, uh, what are the key touch points from there to here, I guess, that have got you uh into what you've been doing?
0: Yeah. Um, well, so I went, I got my degree in college to my teaching degree, my elementary ed teaching degree. However, I did not use it. (laughs) Um, I, I had a baby right after I graduated and I started taking pictures of her and I got super obsessed. And then, um, so I decided to start a photography business and that, um, and that was actually a really kind of a nice distraction from the madness of motherhood. (laughs) And so, um, I continued with that journey, you know, I would like started with film. That's how old school it was. I started with film and then, um, eventually digital photography came around and started doing that. And then I began mentoring, um, women about running like the business side of photography because I, I kind of had to learn that the hard way. And and I just love teaching. So I loved to teaching other women um to do that. And then um and then my husband and I decided to start a photography school and magazine. And we did that for a couple of years and eventually sold it. Um and then I jumped into the world of network marketing and became a fitness coach. And then I got mono. Like I did that for about two and a half years. Then I got mono and was like, eh, I can't really like promote working out when I can't work out. Um so then I ended up joining a different direct sales company and I did it for like a couple months and I was like, oh, I'm never gonna do this again. Like I'm never doing that again. Um and right before I had um quit, I started a I bought a t-shirt, graphic tea company. And so I jumped into the world of retail, which was kind of a joke. Like i had never done retail before. And that was really hard. Um, I did not make that much profit from doing it. So then like the May of 2017, I believe, um, I had someone reach out to me and just tell me about, you know, this new opportunity. And I was like, I, and I had said like, I'm never going to do that again. And you know, I've learned in my life, never say never. Every time I say never, it comes back to haunt me. So, um, so I was like, she told me about the opportunity and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to see what happens. Like, let's just see what happens because we were really struggling financially. Um, and so I jumped in and, uh, I, recruited 25 women in 5 days and then we just like hit the ground running and it's been it's been a crazy journey ever since. I've always loved social media. Like social media is just fun for me and I'm all about um attraction marketing through social media, just kind of like sharing who you are and your journey and you know trying to help and inspire others. Um and I think because I have done that for so many years like as a photographer and, you know, through my first network marketing company, people already felt like they had a relationship of trust with me. And so, um, they were like, yeah, let's do this, (laughs) you know? So that's really the power of social media is just like when people follow you on social media and they, they connect with you and they learn to like, know, and trust you, then they will kind of follow you in whatever journey you do, you know,
1: you have this great confidence. Your website is just full of all these, by the way, I'm wearing a pink shirt. Our, our listeners can't see my shirt, but I chose pink today. just <laughs> for you. Oh, you bless your pink. heart. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, wearing pink too. Site. Yeah, I know. We almost match. It's <laughs> awesome. But I, I just, I think that represents that confidence, but you, that's how I remember you in high school in a sense. Like you were just a <laughs> really positive, confident person. Nice to everybody. Um, like, I know that life is not linear. Like it didn't just go from there to here and you just stayed the same. Like what were the in-between parts?
0: Um, I mean, I do feel like, I feel like we're all kind of born confident and then things can, can break us a little bit. Experiences can make it harder to maintain that confidence. Cause if you think about to uh, back to your own childhood, like most kids are the most confident people. Like they're like, Look at how awesome this Lego creation is. Or listen to me sing. And like they just, they have, I feel like we're just born with like this confidence. And then the world kind of knocks us down. And um so I I did, you know, I feel like I did have a, a decent amount of confidence in high school. Um, and I think a lot of that came from just trying a lot of things. Cause I don't know if you remember Spencer, but I was like, I was like in all dabbling in all the things like student council and cheering cross country and like i even i even um tried out for like softball and like um the basketball team and soccer which i had never done i don't even know what i was thinking so i'm like what was i thinking i had no experience in those but i was just like huh i'm going to try it obviously i didn't make those But I just kind of was like trying things. And I think that's what helped me gain confidence was just trying things and seeing what worked out. (laughs) Um, But then, of course, like as an adult, you know, it's hard to like always maintain that. I think as a mom, it's easy to kind of lose who you are because you're so busy like, taking care of everybody else that you forget to take care of yourself. I even had an experience where I remember like calling my friend on my phone because I had kind of lost myself in in motherhood. And I called my friend on on the phone one day and I was like bawling. And I was like, I don't even have time to pluck my eyebrows. And if I don't pluck my eyebrows, Spencer, I have a full on unibrow. So um, she was like, girl, you have got to take care of yourself. Like you got to put yourself, you know, first. And, and that was kind of a turning point for me of like, all right. Yeah. I've got to like, if I want to, it's kind of like they, in the airplane, when they tell us to put on our oxygen mask first and then our children's. And that's what I had to learn the hard way was like, I've got to put on my oxygen mask first, fill my cup. And then when my cup is full, um, then I can better, like, then it's full and it's overflowing and it will overflow into other people's cups, which is funny because I literally had to tell my son this, um, like yesterday, I think it was. Cause he was like, I'm so hungry. And I was like, dude, you got to eat breakfast. And he was like, well, I'm so busy taking care of my lizard. And like, he's nine. He's like, oh, I got to feed my lizard first and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, you got to fill your cup first, and then you can feed Pete. (laughs) And so, (laughs) you know, it's something we all have to learn, even my nine year old. Um, So I think that was part of the journey. And then um, another thing was, I noticed when I was mentoring a lot of photographers that they were struggling with confidence, like I would see so much potential in them. And I'm like, dude, you could do this and this and this. And like, I saw this vision for their future and but they were getting in their own way and it was like it kept happening over and over and over with the women that I mentored and I was like ugh I just want so I just want women to believe in themselves more because like we can do so many amazing things if mm-hmm. we just believe in ourselves and um and then one more story was just like I you know this was maybe like five or so years ago, where I was really struggling with my own inner mean girl. And it just like spiraled and took me to a dark place. And, and I just was like, I don't like I had to really learn to like, and this is just a phrase I use all the time to drop kick my inner mean girl, because she was like stopping me from um, stepping into my power and being my best self. And so that's a huge part of that's why I started my own podcast called fear less girl. Cause I'm trying to empower more women, more moms to really like fear less and, and, and live more.
1: Well, that's awesome. I, I'm really grateful that you mentioned the struggles as well. Um, because I just, like you said earlier, I think they're just a part of the life experience. Uh, like we, we don't always have that four year old confidence of standing up in the shopping cart in the grocery store or singing at the top of our lungs or, you know, whatever, whatever that, however that manifests. So there's kind of this dip, and I think oftentimes people never pull out of it, like they stay in this dip. And I love that you're so committed to having pulled out of it yourself, so to speak. I mean, we all have dips; it's not like it's just one. But um, but you've done that. Like you've you're in this you're in this great place now.
0: Yeah, and it's like an everyday battle.
1: So I, I guess the, the phrase I wrote down as you were talking was more than just your Facebook life. Uh, meaning, not nothing against Facebook, but it just mm-hmm. people tend to share the good stuff on Facebook. Right. Um, yeah. I haven't followed you. I haven't read like your whole history, so I don't know for sure about you. But, but I know that that's kind of what Facebook is. It's just like this. Here's all the good right. stuff. Right. It's like the, um,
0: everyone's highlight reel.
1: Yeah. Which, which again, it's great. I'm not knocking it. It's nice to see mm-hmm. what what's going well for everybody. But it, it can it can create because we're all living inside our own heads. It can create this sense of well, that's not how my life is. And so there's yeah. there's this this gap. Uh, so how, what what do you say, I know that you have this incredible group of over 20,000 women that you're kind of more formally leading, and then mm-hmm. there are others who are listening, whether they're mm-hmm. in leadership roles now or looking to be in leadership, uh, leadership is a part of life. Um, so yeah. what do you say to somebody who may be, may be in one of those dips right now? What are the keys to, to coming out of that?
0: I think, you know, one way to drop kick your inner mean girl <laughs> or your brain bully that's the the male version um that's okay my, good
1: i'm glad there's voice. a male version i was trying there's to- a male version
0: <laughs> your brain bully <laughs> drop kick your inner mean boy or your brain bully um because everybody has one and so i think the first part is to first of all recognize that brain bully in your head like because so many people don't recognize it. And so um in fact I had some women do um an experiment where I said I want you to write down all the things that your you know inner mean girl says to you in one day. And then I want you to you know comment comment below and share and it was like crazy all the stuff that everybody was saying. But guess what? I was writing it down too and you're like, "Oh man, like no wonder" I'm having a hard time like moving forward with my goals or whatever because you've got this inner mean voice that's like constantly telling you the opposite of what you're trying to do. It's how we self sabotage, like, it's trying to stop you from being who you were meant to be. And so, number one is to recognize it and and I'm going to give you like a visual, cause I'm such a visual person. Like I was a photographer and I just like to visualize things. So I want you to envision like your house, your brain, like a house and your inner mean voice is like a mean girl that comes, you know, it's like a, it's like a toxic person that comes into your house and, um, and they come in your house and they like Wear your clothes and they eat your food, and they just like they're like this unwanted house guest that's like, chill, watch, you know, couch potato, and you're just like, ugh, like, can you just please leave? Um, and so we first have to recognize this unwanted house guest, and then we have to learn to be our own best friend and talk back to that, that, um, house guest, and, and that is through. I think that is through power statements, you know, coming up with affirmations, you know, you hear affirmations a lot and it sounds, it can sound like hippy dippy and whatnot, but, um, coming up with power station, power statements that really help you kind of talk back to that inner mean voice. And because, you know, the, some of the things that we say to ourselves are things we would never, ever say to our our loved ones like we would never say those things to our spouse or to our kids and yet we say them to ourselves and and when we have those like that negative voice we have to like sort of be our own parent our own coach and self-coach ourselves and be like give ourselves some grace and say you know the things that like your best friend would say to you so um so you have to sort of envision like recognize what they're saying and then be like, what would my best friend say? If, you know, I was saying those things, she would be like, no, no, you are. So let me give you an example of when my inner mean voice came out recently. Um, well, this was like a year ago, but, um, and it comes out all the time, but this is just an example I can think of. So I took my son to lacrosse. He wanted to sign up for lacrosse here. And I had never, I don't, I didn't even know what lacrosse was. (laughs) Um, It's not popular. It wasn't very popular in Utah, but it is here in California. So um, I, so he wanted to sign up because his best friend signed up. So we signed him up and then I was supposed to take him to his first game because my husband had to take my other boys to something else that day. So I took him to his game and in classic Kelly fashion I showed up late. And I'm like, "Come on, let's go." And we're like running down the hill to um to get there semi on time. And we get there we're like 5 minutes late and I'm like, "Okay, go out, like go out on the field." And I turns out that actually you're supposed to be there 30 minutes earlier to like practice with the team. And I was like, "Oh my gosh." Um and so I'll instantly my inner mean girl saw a crack in the door so back to that home analogy she saw a crack in the door and she was like oh i'm going in it's time it's go time and so she was like um she started like telling me like you're a bad mom and that's a message she does a lot with me so i think it's important to notice patterns of what your inner mean voice says cuz there's typically like a recurring message, um, that you kind of have to fight against. So that one's been a big one for mine is like, Oh, you're a bad mom. And, um, so she instantly started saying that in my head. And, and in the past I would be like, you know what? You're right. And totally agree. And because our, our brain wants to be right. And so our brain's going to find evidence like, well, yeah, here's the evidence. You're late. You're like way late to this game. And, oh, and he didn't have his uniform. (laughs) That's the other thing. He didn't, I didn't bring his, I didn't have a uniform. I didn't buy a uniform. I didn't know he needed one. So we show up and he's got nothing. And so again, here's evidence, Kelly. Here's the evidence. My inner mean girl's like, here's the evidence. You're a bad mom. And um, so we have to like fight back and like give evidence of times when we've been A good mom, you know, and we have to give ourselves grace. So I had to be like, no, no, like, I'm not doing this because I, I did it so much to the point where in the past where I was like having like suicidal thoughts and like it got, it got pretty bad. And so I just had to learn to be like, I'm not going, I had to stop the spiral because it can spiral into, you know, even more. And so I was like, okay, I'm not doing this. I, um, I was like, I'm like, no, you're doing the best you can. So here's my power statements. You are doing the best. You're doing your best. And that's all you can do. I say that one a lot to myself because that is all anyone can do, right? I'm doing my best and that's all you can do. And then I had to say something like, we'll do better next time. Like it's okay I had this librarian in elementary that would always say, it's okay to make mistakes while we're learning. And I loved that because I'm like, obviously I'm learning. I I have never done lacrosse before. Like it's okay to make mistakes while we're learning. So I'm saying these statements that help me be like, it's okay. Like, and you're not a bad mom. So that is um, a great place to start is just with those statements. And it has to be a statement that you believe. So You know, if, if you make a statement that's like, I am a good mom or I'm a good leader and your brain's like, yeah, right. (laughs) You know, your inner mean voice is like, "Mm -hmm, nice try. You, you want to make it more believable. So you can add the word because, and you can say, I am a good mom because, or I'm a good leader because, and you give the evidence, um, or, or of what you're doing to become that. Like I am a good mom because I am working on being on time. You know what I mean? So you're, now you're giving yourself the evidence to believe it.
1: Boy, that's that's so powerful. I love it. Uh, it's practical. And I, I feel like it, it translates into any context, like anybody's life who might be listening, uh, whether they're a mother or the CEO of a big company or currently unemployed, like whatever it is. Um, I think these, this process you've kind of laid out uh, can be uh, implemented, right? I mean, anybody can come up with power statements, include because. Um, be consciously aware of that tendency of the inner voice, the inner mean voice to, again, slip through that. Kick, kick the door in when there's a crack or however you <laughs> articulate totally. like that. Like I, I think that's kind of how it goes. Um, even yesterday, I had an experience where my inner mean voice was present. I took my kids skiing and we had gone skiing. Uh, my wife doesn't enjoy skiing, so she stayed home and uh, had the six kids with me. And we went skiing on New Year's Eve, and it was awesome. Because mm-hmm. that morning, I thought my goal today is to have new experiences and to spend time with my kids. But yesterday, I was—it was, was kind of—it's been a busy business week and things, and I just—I didn't take that time for that little step of, I guess, somewhat—I uh, don't know—it's not directly correlated, but power statements of sorts of uh, like I need to be this type of dad today. And so I kind of struggled through the day. I had a few moments of impatience with a couple of my kids and just didn't have as good a day as we could have, which was a tragedy in a way because it was such a better skiing day. (laughs) Like New Year's (laughs) Eve was terrible uh, because there were long lines and all that. So anyway, we still had fun. But I just noticed that in myself that if you don't start out, if you don't go about it intentionally and just kind of let life happen by default, then I think that mean voice, the crack is is actually the door's wide open. Yeah.
0: No, and... I mean, I'm so glad that you shared just that you have one too, because I think so many people feel like it's just like, it's just them, but I'm trying, what I'm trying to shout to the whole world is like, no, we all have an inner me voice and it's like a constant battle that, you know, you have to work at every day. And another thing that really helps is like personal development books and podcasts like this you know, um, that can help you to grow. And like, cause if you're filling your head with positive words and uplifting, inspiring, motivating words, that's going to help empower you to, to talk back to that inner being girl too. So I'm a huge, I feel like that helps so much with parenthood and leadership and just growing your business in general.
1: I always try to leave uh, one clear action step that listeners can take here at the end. You've already shared several throughout, so plenty to grab from from there. But if people just do one thing that would help them get to this more resilient state, I guess you could say of being yeah. able to kick that mean voice in the butt and out of the house. Uh, what, what do you think is the number one thing that people should do?
0: Mm, there's so many, but um, I would say one is like, start listening to, you know, pick an, I don't, when I say read, I mean listen to audio because I ain't nobody got time to read an actual book. <laughs> so I'd I say turn your car into like a a university, like a place of learning. And when you're driving, because we all drive, when you're driving, listen to audiobooks instead of the radio. And like choose some of one of my favorites is like you are a badass. That's one of my faves. Um you could start with that one or you can listen to some of my podcasts, but listen, just starting with one book, one podcast. And I think you'll start to get hooked because it's, it really is empowering. And it's like, all right, I'm like, it just makes you feel capable. And so those positive words, you know, if you continue, if you continue to make that a habit, I promise you, you'll grow yourself and in your business and in your goals and your family, you can, I mean, turn it on when your kids are listening. It's good for them to hear too. That's literally changed my life.
1: Well, that is fantastic. I, I love it because it's not this massive, like we're asking people to go and transform themselves overnight, but rather just turn your car into a university and start feeding your mind those positive messages, uh, starting with recommendations you've given and, and being part of your community. So anyway, I think it's, it's awesome just because anybody can do that.
0: Yeah, totally. It's totally doable.
1: Well, so we, we know that, that people want to connect with you and learn more about what you're doing. You have your podcast, The Fearless Girl, right? Is what it's called. So they can they can connect with you there. What are other ways people can kind of follow what you're doing? And hopefully if there are some men listening, I hope there are, that they'll share this with their wives and sisters and daughters and whoever uh, and help kind of get the word out. But other, other uh, suggestions on how people can be aware of this great work you're doing.
0: Um, yeah, so I actually have a because i am a huge fan of personal growth um books and uh audio i started this community like this virtual book club about 3 years ago and we would read one you know self help book a month and then i decided to one of the times i was like you know i should email the author and see if they will hop on and talk to us and i was like why not let's see what happens um, and so I did, and we got the author to hop on and I was like, and it was such a great experience that I was like, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to try again. And then it just kept going and going and going. And so that's what my podcast is, is it's all these conversations that I've had with these amazing, you know, authors. And so anyway, so that's a free community that anyone can join. It's uh, on Facebook called fearless girl community um or you can go to my website at kellyfrance.com and and sign up there.
1: Well Kelly, thank you a million times over just for uh, sharing your wisdom here and and experiences and and being my guest today.
0: Thanks Spencer, it was so fun to chat with you.
1: Well, I am so grateful to Kelly for taking her time to uh, be my guest today on this episode. I often find myself feeling uh, rather reflective after an interview, uh, especially one that's as good as this one has been uh, in terms of the things that I've learned and and the nuggets and positive wisdom that uh, Kelly has shared as well, and especially uh, to include her action items at the end, as well as the model that she shared with us on how we can have more confidence. Uh, And a lot of that begins with um, learning to kick out those negative thoughts. Uh, Basically, I know she has great ways that she frames that. One of the lessons that I've learned as well, just in thinking about the experience in visiting with her actually has to do with the fact that that I first knew her over two decades ago, when we were both in high school, uh, thinking about the person that I perceived her to be, and then visiting now and hearing of all the different things in between. I think oftentimes when each of us think back to our past, uh, maybe, I guess there's two main categories. There are good memories, positive experiences we've had, and there are also kind of those traumatic pieces or the adversities uh, in our lives. And maybe sometimes we want to shut out the adversities and not think about those failures or embarrassing moments or whatever those things are. But I hope that we'll actually look back at those as blessings in the sense that they really can help us have a deeper, more real, I guess, truly authentic empathy toward others who might be going through something that uh, at least categorically is similar to what we've been through in the past. It allows us to make a deeper connection and be more of a support to others so that, what they see in us is not just that Facebook life, so to speak, just the highlights, the highlight reel that we spoke briefly about in the interview, but it's something that we can knit ourselves together in a, as a support structure. And if we're all willing to be honest about who we are, what we've been through in order to get to where we are and also have hopes that we can become even better, I think that's an amazing place to be. I hope that you have learned from Kelly and, and uh, as I have and that we can be committed uh, to be a little bit better about uh, supporting each other along the path, that we can grab hold of that personal leadership, that opportunity for each of us to lead ourselves to higher ground, that we can control the voices in our head, so to speak, that especially that negative self-talk. It might take some work, especially if you might be in a place right now where there's more of the negative than the positive. Uh, just know that there is hope, that there's the ability to to change the narrative that truly begins with the, the narrative inside your own head. And then I, I've, uh, I've been through enough of those ups and downs, ebbs and flows myself to know that there is so much positive uh, and good that is yet to come as we make those changes. Grateful again to Kelly France. I hope you'll go visit her at kellyfrance.com. Check out her Fearless Girl podcast and have a wonderful day.
0: Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Exploring Leadership Podcast. To access free videos, leadership tools, case studies, tutorials, and more about how to engage your leaders at the next level, visit LumenLeader.com. We'll see you next time.